From Jack Lewis Jewelers in Bloomington, Illinois, this is the pre-proposal show for dating couples designed to make engagement ring shopping easy, understandable, and fun. This is the CarterCast. The star of the show is Jack Lewis Jewelers CEO John Carter, and I'm your host, Joshua Scholl. Did you know that you can buy things on the internet? And not just small things like power tools and crockpots, but also big things like furniture, cars, and diamonds. Maybe you've considered buying a diamond online. After all, isn't it cheaper with a bigger selection where you can go at your own pace without being pressured and intimidated by an icky salesperson who wants to exploit your ignorance and swindle you into a bad decision? That's the narrative. But is any of that really true? Actually, some of it, yes, but some of it, no. Come on inside as we do our best to help you make sense of whether you should buy a diamond online. Let's do it. This is the CarterCast, the pre-engagement show for dating couples designed to make engagement ring shopping easy, understandable, and fun. You can get the four C's anywhere, but only here can you get the fifth C called Carter. I'm Josh, and this is CGA GG, current president of the AGS and Jack Lewis Jewelers CEO, John Carter. Let's do this. Let's do it. Today, we're talking about our favorite topic, should you buy a diamond online? Because nothing says I love you like free shipping. This should be an interesting episode. Um, I don't know much about the... Why would this one be different than the last episodes? It'd be better. Standards keep raising, Mm. I've been told. All right. I don't know much about the world of online diamond buying, so I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, learning a lot from other people's blogs after this show goes nowhere. (laughs) 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 But first... Thankfully, we've done internet research before we've had this conversation. Uh, But first, let's pop the question. Where... Would you put an ornamental piece of Japanese jewelry known as kanzashi? Hmm. A, in your hair, B, on your belt, or C, on your high school letterman's jacket? Kanzashi. 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 A, hair. Let me check. Yes, tonight when you're dancing like a geisha, the kanzashi goes in your hair. Well done. That is the correct answer. See, you get them right every once in a while. Four. I'm like four or five. I think I've only missed one. Um, Sounds like my school days. Eighty <laughs> percent. Your high school alarm jacket day. <laughs> no, I didn't have one of those. Uh, John Carter, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the internet exists. In it fact, is, I've heard of it. We're on it right now, and not just for memes and fantasy football. Uh, turns out you can buy things on the internet, like clothes. I'm and, a fantasy football champion. Are you really? Two times. Congratulations. Two years in a row. Two years in a row? Yeah. In one of your seven leagues that you're probably in, like everyone? I'm in three leagues. <laughs> so it just dilutes. It's the them. only one I've ever won, and I won it two years in a row. You know, I think if they had uh, pins for fantasy football in high school, you I would, would put have a that letterman. on your letterman's jacket. Letterman's jacket. That, that's how you would get the pin for letterman's jacket. Uh, you As buy- a friend of mine says, fantasy football is the Dungeons and Dragons of sports. <laughs> 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 I find that to be true. <laughs> Uh, other things you can buy on the internet include uh, an acre of land on the moon. What? Yes. Uh, How did I not know this? I, you can, I know. It's in the Sea of Tranquility, I believe, is where you can buy some, some land. Uh, haunted rubber duckies and Justin Timberlake's half-eaten toast. Oh. And diamonds. I'm interested in that toast thing. It's pretty good. Yeah. So let's start here. Um, in your experience, based on what you've heard, anecdotes, stories, rumors, lies, why might someone want to buy a diamond online instead of coming into a local jewelry store like this? Uh, why do we want to buy anything online, right? It's easy. Yep. 
uh, I think, which might take a different tone than the viewers slash listeners would think that I would take on this, I think that jewelry stores have made people want to buy a diamond on the internet. You think it's your fault? I think it is our fault. As a hot take. Hot take. It's a hot take. All right. Uh, I do. I think that we've made jewelry, sco- jewelry stores scary. Mm-hmm. I think that we've made them uncomfortable to come into. I think that they don't trust us. Uh, you know, not, not us. Well, <laughs> clearly they trust <laughs> yeah, us. Clearly. Uh, but I think they don't trust jewelry stores because yeah. they think they think that they're going to walk in. The store is just going to tell them a bunch of gobbledygook that they don't understand. Right. And they don't care. They want you to spend as much as possible and as short of a time as possible. And here's financing. And yes. you should do this and put yourself in debt for the next 10 years. Yep. It is not a car. Diamonds are, as my analogy is, are diamonds are snowflakes. You never, you can look at one diamond online and say, this is a two carat GVS2. And I found another two carat GVS2, but they're very different. Yeah. And how are they different? Well, they're different in the 30 other ways right. that we look at diamonds. Yeah. And so that confuses people. So mm-hmm. I think that, that human nature is that we just want to break it down to the, to the three or four things that we're going to wrap our hands around and feel like we've, we've done a good thing. Yeah. And having said all this, too, I want to, I want to preface this whole talk mm-hmm. with I wouldn't judge anybody or for buying a diamond online. Mm. I, I wouldn't. I, I've seen people that have made an okay purchase yeah. by buying a diamond online. I've, I've more times than not seen people not necessarily get what they thought they were getting mm-hmm. by purchasing it online. Okay. Uh, but I'm not here to say that that's definitively wrong, yeah. but I would make the argument that it does make sense to go to a brick and mortar store, not even necessarily my store, just go into a, a properly credentialed jewelry yeah. store that can walk you through this purchase. So I wanna, I wanna throw that out before we even get too far into this. We're not, we're not saying it's bad. Yeah. We're well, just saying the reasons that we think would be make sense to come to a jewelry store. And that's interesting for me to hear you say that you think some of it is the fault of, of classic I think jewelry it's all stores. Because, yeah. you know, we've talked about before, usually when usually when there's some kind of bad history of something, that, that, that smoke came from some sort of fire. That's right. Right? There's usually something to the legend. There's something to the tale. There's some reason why uh, the diamond market online became a, a big thing. Right. And I think that that's not just technology. It's also because people had a bad experience at some point in the past with, with a, a local store or something or a mall or something in person. Um, and they kind of opened up these other markets. So it that's, still it's important a, to kind of admit. The internet, believe it or not, still represents a very small percentage of diamonds that are purchased globally. Do you know what, like, what is the it's, balance? It's like five, it's less than 10%. It's between five and 10%. So call really? it seven or 8%. Yeah. And part of that is because we are in an industry, fortunately, I think, that somebody doesn't necessarily, because of what you said earlier, nothing says romance like free shipping. I think that people, <laughs> and again, that that's not wrong if somebody decided to do that, yeah. but uh, I do think there's a certain element of people understand what they're doing here is bigger than just buying a luxury good. Right. You're, you are buying something that represents eternity to give to the person that you love the most in the world, as we've talked about before. Yep. And there, for the most part, most people still want to have that conversation and develop a relationship with the person that sold that to them so they can trust, they can feel good about what it is that they bought yeah. rather than I bought this from an obscure website online and didn't truly know who I just sent thousands of dollars to. So the people, though, who would push back against that, though, um, the, some of the arguments that I found that I just wanted to, and I actually, we haven't talked about this. So I don't know if you're going to agree with these or, or not, but I, these are the objections I found to some of these okay. things. So I want to see what you think. Uh, that people will say, I should, 
you should buy a diamond online because it's cheaper. Um, here's something I kept reading during the prep. Because of the way diamonds are sold and distributed, diamonds are less expensive when you buy them online. That's a quote that I, that kind of quote I kept seeing uh, come up a lot. So what, what do you think they mean by that when they write that kind of thing? And is it true? Are, are diamonds cheaper online when you buy them? They can be. Okay. But I've been doing this for 25 plus years, mm -hmm. right? And so the internet has always, not, not the whole time, but the internet for 23 or 24 of those years yeah. has played some role in my career. Right. And a store like ours, which is really founded on loose diamonds and engagement rings, mm -hmm. would not still be in business if we weren't price competitive with what people can buy online. People right. aren't stupid. They will. <laughs> right. Nobody wants to spend more than they have to. Right. So while you could find back to the two carat GVS2 yeah. example, right? You could find one two carat GVS2 and this two carat GVS2, and they can both be very different prices. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you one thing that I did a few years ago was I went on one of the major internet sites mm -hmm. and I found three one carat HSI1 diamonds. Okay. They were dramatically different prices. One was as low as $4,500. The other one was as high as $7,500. Hmm. Both, all three of them, one carats. Yeah. All of them HSI ones. Yep. All of them with the same grading report from the same company. Okay. From the same uh, grading laboratory. Yeah. I black out the prices and I first went to my staff. Yeah and said, which of these is the least expensive? And we had a nice discussion as a team. And it was interesting. That's a, that's a cool training sort of thing. Yeah. It was a cool training thing. And it was interesting to me, the number of people on my team who do this yeah. every day might not have really known or understood what is the least expensive diamond and why, what is the most expensive diamond and huh. why, by looking at this list of numbers. Yeah. And so it's an, it's a, they, there was an interesting discussion between us and so I imagine it's very con confusing for a consumer who right. doesn't do it every day, right? Sure. Well, long story short with that exercise yep. is we were able to pull out because uh, we can look at and know that carrot is the most important telltale sign of this thing because carrot is a weight. It mm -hmm. is not a size as we've talked about before. Yep. And so diamonds can show their size very differently. So you can have a one carat diamond that measures 6.2 millimeters in diameter and you can have a, a one carat diamond that measures 6.5 carats in diameter. The 6.5 is probably considered to be the ideal cut diamond and the other one is not. Hmm. There also can be this thing with diamond rough where uh, one of my favorite things about Forever Mark diamonds is that they're using the best quality material rough. It's the most vibrant, most transparent rough, not color and clarity. I'm not talking about that. I'm sure. just talking about how visually appealing the, the, the rough is. Mm -hmm. And a diamond can get really high marks, color, clarity, measurements can all be there and everything else, but the material can still be very hazy. Hmm. And so you have a diamond that just doesn't have that same dazzle as one right. that does under your nose. It is my experience, with few exceptions to this rule in the last 20 some years, that every time I locate one of those diamonds online and I'm trying to compare it to something that somebody's looking at in the store, there is always a reason that diamond is online and not in a store in front of you. Huh. That's a good way to say it. Uh, and I, I don't know any other way to say it. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that there can't be a bargain that is bought online. I guarantee some people watching this would take exception. I bought this and it was it, great. I'm sure that there are exceptions that prove the rule. But what I do 
is not rocket science. You're not a scientist. I can vouch I'm for not that. a scientist. I can vouch for that. Uh, but it does take experience. Yes. It does take experience to be able to identify this diamond is prettier than this diamond, and this is why. And we can usually do that at a store like ours. Yeah. We can usually do that by sight. Mm. And that's the value of coming to a store like this. So can you buy a two-carat GVS2 for cheaper online? Yes, with the caveat of they're never the same. Okay. That's that's where I, that's what I wondered because it as we talked about you know previously there's a lot that goes in a grading report besides just the four C's there's a lot of just other aspects of a diamond that should matter yeah. when you select it and so if all you're looking at are of just a few of the characteristics and trying to compare apples to apples there well you're not really comparing apples to apples in, in the full sense you of are the word. never comparing so, apples to apples as it applies to diamonds it is yeah. always apples to oranges or apples to cherries it is never because the there's snowflakes thing. like you said because there's snowflakes unless you're yeah. so specifically yeah unless you're specifically looking at the same dime you have a diamond that's listed on the internet and then it's also in the store that you're at yeah sometimes that can happen yeah then sure. it's the same diamond right but, if, hmm. but it's because it's the same diamond. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's right. literally the same diamond. Okay, so it, so it can be cheaper, but it, there's a reason why it would be cheaper. Usually, and, and in that, my and, experience, usually. Yeah. And that has you, you would say that has more to do with something about the diamond itself rather than some of the behind-the-scenes back-end stuff of how diamonds are bought and sold and distributed, which is the case that I think a lot of the online guys want to make. Yeah, I mean... and, and is that the, It's cheaper because there's what less overhead or less employee or whatever you have to do. That's why it's cheaper. But you're saying, well, maybe, but there's also something about the diamond that's going to make it. I think it also depends a little bit on the store that you're going to. Okay. In my store, we focus specifically on the cut grade of the diamonds. Yeah. So we are eliminating the things that are really not mm. well cut. I mean, we have a yeah. category of things that really don't fit into those other, the, the two higher end cut grade categories right. that we have. Those would compare very close yeah. to, to what's, what's, uh, what you're going to find online, probably. They're also priced to the same. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas if somebody comes in and says, I've got to have an AGS zero cut grade, and it's got to be this, and it's got to be that. Right. Good. Right. We have those. And the, the websites that focus on those mm -hmm. things that are doing the same thing but do, that I do, but do it online, yeah. the prices are very similar. <laughs> yeah. I would assume you check that from time to time just to see and you would know. <laughs> sort of stands to reason, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yes, I'm a business. We want to make money on the items that we sell. How dare you? I know. I know. It's a, it's a horrible How thing. How dare you want to feed your family? I know. It's a horrible thing that we do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, you do still need to be very competitive. Yeah. Or you would not sell very many diamonds. And we do. Right. Uh, and I think most of my brick and mortar friends that, yeah. have, that focus on these things, it's the same thing. The internet is in our, our vision always because we have to make sure that we're uh, charging something that would be comparable. But if we're not, what I guess what I'm trying to reiterate is there's always a reason. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to the the just the price you pay, one of the other things I came up is that, oh, they have a lifetime warranty or a solid return policy, 30 days money back guarantee or so do we. no questions asked. Well, that's what I was getting at. If, if some online places want to sell that idea, I, I think the assumption is, from a customer's perspective, that maybe my local jewelry store doesn't do that. Yeah. To that, you would say? Pretty much every store would do that. You know, when you get into some custom customization, yeah, sure. if we're, you know, we take the two months or the three weeks or whatever it is to custom build a ring for somebody, that probably isn't returnable because right. it was built around that particular diamond. Sure. Uh, but I can't think of a single instance in my time here 
where somebody bought something, wasn't pleased, and we didn't just immediately right. get them something they were pleased with. Right. You know, we're that's sort of the key to being in retail <laughs> anymore. Yes, that, it is. The, the internet did not invent the concept of return policies. They did not. Like you said earlier, though, I mean, it's just somebody had a bad experience sometime with they went to a store somewhere in some state when they bought their diamond and they had a, they got a bad salesperson who gave them a bad experience and that probably shapes you going forward, right? So like you said earlier, there's some there's some sins of the past in different local jewelry stores maybe that have kind of created this perception that local jewelry stores don't, they're not friendly, they don't offer these return policies, they're always going to be more expensive. And so, you know, I just thought it'd be helpful to have you talk about some of those things right off the bat. And I think that those things are well-deserved. Well, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Yep. The, the only thing that I can do is to make sure that we don't do that. And, right. And, and to... Right. And similar. Uh, one of the other things I found, the uh, argument for buying online, is a bigger selection online. Oh, a, a, a store only has a few diamonds. The internet has all the diamonds. All of them. All. All the diamonds ever mined all in the, the diamonds. Of the world. That's right. Uh, so what would you say to someone who's influenced by the selection argument? Well, generally speaking, most of the, the largest diamond, online diamond sellers, those diamonds hosted on their inventory online that you're seeing are not actually there. Yeah. They are, it is a conglomeration of hundreds of wholesalers from around the world yep. that have listed their inventory on that website. And while yes. that company will make that diamond available for you, it does not mean that they're physically holding it in Correct. their inventory. Matter of fact, they own very little inventory. In fact, that's some of what their business model is based on is that they don't have it and that's how they can kind of keep prices down, overhead down. That's, kind of that's right. So. And so they're just the kind of go-between. Yes. Whereas in this store, mm -hmm. uh, First of all, as you know, particularly as it applies to round diamonds, if somebody comes in and asks for a round diamond, we're going to have a pretty nice assortment yes. for what they have. Most of right. my, my retail friends would be reasonably similar. Sure. If you're getting into, I want to see a three and a half carat cushion, or that might be something that we make a phone call. But generally speaking, that diamond is here the next right. day. And you're going over it in a store yes. <laughs> with a professional. Mm -hmm. We have the diamond shipped in. We check the diamond and we're checking the diamond. We're making sure that it matches the grading report that goes with that diamond yeah. uh, and those things. We're utilizing our skill set that we've spent decades honing yeah. to make sure that you're making a right purchase rather than just, I read a computer screen, they told me it was this and it was this much money. Exactly. Should not be about that. Well, and also you could run into the, the menus too large problem. Yeah. As well. Analysis like, paralysis. Exactly. Yeah. You go to a, a restaurant and the menu's 19 pages long. It's like, I don't know what I should order. There's 78 things on this menu, right? right? I think sometimes there's something to be said for having, okay, here's a selection of 24 diamonds. That's, you're probably going to find the diamond that you want. And that means you really need 129 diamonds to look through. I mean, Maybe. It's, it's this idea of, of like what really is convenience, you know, and, and going at your own pace at the, from the comfort of your own home. Like, it just seems like, some of that's overplayed and over overpitched. And the other thing that the internet takes out of play for me is is the the most valuable exercise that I'll do with somebody at the counter is somebody comes in and there and, and we get it kind of you know the process takes an hour or two or whatever it takes right and you get it narrowed down and you've got three diamonds that are kind of within the range of what they walked in thinking they wanted to see maybe beyond maybe below whatever that is yeah but to put three diamonds under somebody's nose and say. This one's five thousand dollars. This one's seventy five hundred dollars. Does that look like twenty five hundred dollars to you? Right. 
almost always, you and I have talked about this, almost always the answer is no. Right. <laughs> and then right. like, well, well, then why would you spend 2,500 hours exactly. if you can't see it? Yep. You're not doing that on the internet. You're looking at a computer screen where it's magnified 200 times, looks much yep. bigger than it actually is. It looks worse typically sometimes than it actually is. Sometimes yeah. it makes it look better. Um, you're, you're robbing yourself of that experience of having somebody that does this for a living that can walk you through and say, yeah, you know what? This one's $6,000 and it's a little bit more, but here's why I like it better. Or this one's less and I like it better. Yeah. And use your own eyes. Because at the end of the day, does, is the diamond beautiful to you? But John Carter, what you said is that you could come and talk to someone who does this for a living. And that's a problem. I'm skeptical of people who are selling something to me. People who do things for a living. Correct. I'm skeptical. So uh, one, of the, one blog I found strongly advocates for shopping online. They, they wrote this. Yeah. Uh, we often receive emails from our readers who are hesitant to buy online. But we found that far more people get taken advantage of by going into a store than by purchasing online. Diamond buying is confusing. And no matter how much you try to learn beforehand, you'll still be facing off against a salesman who is more prepared and more incentivized to make sure you walk out of that store with a diamond on their terms. And the less desirable the diamond, the more incentive the owner has to sell it. Which item would you prefer if you, uh, to sell if you were a jeweler? The highly desirable, well-valued one that you can sell to anyone? Or would they rather sell you the less desirable diamond that is dead weight in their inventory box and on their cash flow sheet? So that, that's an actual quote from a, a, pretty, a pretty popular blog that kind of advocates for diamond buying. So it's, it's this idea that you are going to face a pushy, slimy salesperson who is just looking to take advantage of you it might. when you come into a jewelry store. What's your argument to that or response to that or reaction? And that's part of it is they might. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm right? sure that... Uh, that could happen. You could yeah. take the extreme of any circumstance mm -hmm. and you could say that um, I had an interaction with a police officer that didn't treat me correctly. Therefore, all sure. police officers must not be yeah. professional police officers. Mm -hmm. uh, you could take that, you could, you could apply it to teachers or yeah. financial advisors or, what, or lawyers. Yep. You could take any of that to an extreme and say you shouldn't do this because of X, Y, and Z. Right. I think at the end of the day, most people are reasonably intuitive when they meet somebody and you can feel when something is being jammed down your throat mm -hmm. against your own best interest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I want to highlight something that your, sure. your blogger friend said. Mm -hmm. They said the less desirable diamonds yeah. would be in my best interest to sell that out yes. of my box. Yep. What would make a diamond less desirable to you as a consumer? Uh, to me as a consumer. Just looking at it. Well, something that looked like it was priced way too much and wasn't pretty or beautiful or shining? Correct. So a diamond that wasn't beautiful or shiny would be a less desirable diamond to you. Yeah. What would be my best interest to put that diamond under your nose physically in a store or would I hide that behind a computer screen online behind grading reports? I see what you're getting at. In theory, what yeah. I'm trying to say mm -hmm. is that a less desirable diamond, once I've taken the 10 minutes to educate you on what you should be looking for in purchasing a diamond, right. is easier for me to hide on the internet than it is in person with you actually seeing it. Right. Because contrary to popular belief, you do not need to be a, a graduate gemologist or a certified gemological appraiser 
to look at a diamond next to another diamond and say, this one is a GVS2 and this one is not. Now, to assign a color and clarity grade, you do need to be a professional. You sure. do need to understand that. Yep. But in terms of this one sparkles more than this one, Yeah. that's just like having working eyesight. You know, right. that, that's all that, that that is. Right. And that is much easier for me to be nefarious online than it is physically in person when I'm showing it next to superior diamonds to use what, what they're saying. Hmm. So I would take exception from, from sure. that angle. But again, yes, you can walk into a store and feel like something is being jammed down your throat. Uh, stores that are Stores that are eagerly, eagerly forcing finance, financing options on you. Typically, like if that's one of the first three or four things you're talking about yeah. before you really get into looking at things, mm-hmm. that tends to make me a little bit uncomfortable because then it becomes very transactional yeah. rather than what's right for this person, what's relationship uh, worthy for them to give to their future right. uh, spouse to be. Uh, those are things to watch out, out for. In in fairness to and again the way they phrased it was I think overly harsh and kind of ridiculous but in fairness to that idea about going into a store and talking to a human again increasingly difficult for today's generation yeah but I, I get the idea of you know when, when when I buy clothes online I know what clothes are I've bought clothes before I have a sense it's it's a yeah, low stakes you know purchase. you're a forty regular exactly forty two regular but Just talking about me. I know. Um, but when I buy big items like a car, like a diamond, again, these aren't the same type of item, but in terms of them being a big purchase that right. I don't know much about, maybe right. they are in that same category. Yeah. And so there's just that fear that I'm going to get taken advantage of. I'm going to get swindled by a salesperson who's looking to make a sale mm-hmm. and who knows more than I do and is going to exploit my ignorance and what I don't know. So there's just that, that fear. Fear that you know I'll, I'll just look online. That way I won't have to worry about it. I'd go at my own pace. So I, I kind of get that feeling. Uh, and again, isn't the internet looking to make a sale? Apparently not. Apparently, well, are sa- you giving them money for something? Salespeople <laughs> aren't apparently pushy though on the internet, despite and there's like chat stuff that comes up now these days. But yeah, I mean, I, I I kind of get where that's coming from. I guess I just think that you know, like you said earlier. If you had an experience in the past like that, your mileage may vary. Like not all places are going to be the same, yeah. and you know, don't maybe don't let that poison you. And this is a <laughs> a big enough sort of purchase that I would hope you'd want to come and look at it in person, right. given what it means. You know, it's different than a car, like you said earlier. Um, along that same line, though, not because we're not trying to throw all the online sites under the bus. Uh, a couple of the bigger websites are James Allen and Blue Nile. Uh, what do you know about those websites? What What do you think they do well? Like, let's try to. Talk about why this market exists and what maybe they do well and why you might actually choose that. Well, I think that whether it's those websites or not, the, the role that the internet yeah. plays in this is preliminary education. Okay. Yeah, sure. They, they both do that very well. Yes. Uh, you can go on there and learn about the four C's and things like that. Now, you're not necessarily understanding how to practically apply those things. Right. Uh, you know, I, I took uh, accounting in college. I didn't really understand accounting until <laughs> I became a business owner. You are not an accountant nor a scientist. I'm not an accountant. I'm still not particularly <laughs> great at it, but I do understand how it applies now to actual real life. Yes. Right? Uh, it would be similar. You can go on there and you can get a basic education. So you're walking in, you're knowing what you're talking about a little bit with the four C's. Yeah. I typically will kind of go through the list again with somebody, even though they do have an understanding mm-hmm. of it. Cause I kind of tell them what's, what's, what's important to me as I'm buying diamonds. Yeah. Okay. Here's some tips for buying co- on color. Here's some tips for buying clarity. And we'll go through there. So I do to answer your question. I think they both do that pretty well. Yeah. I think James Allen in particular, their strength 
is the videos that they have yes. of the diamonds. That's really photos of almost all of them, I think. Yeah, and that's that's really their strength. They're probably the industry leader as far as that goes. Again, sure. a video on your webs on, on a on your computer monitor does not give you a complete picture of that diamond, even though it's a video. And it, it it's almost a, it might be a 4K video. It still doesn't tell you what that thing does under your nose. What's interesting about that though is it's an admission on their part that they know you should be able to see this. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the other interesting thing yeah. is that these uh, the the online companies, the digital online founded because buying a diamond online is a good idea, have brick and mortar stores now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've heard that. Okay. Uh, I'll just, I'll just I know. Uh, so that resonates. Sometimes we'll, we'll say, you know, do your research online, then come into a store and actually buy it. Do you ever sense that the reverse is true when it comes to this? That people the, the will Circuit City yeah, yeah. analogy? Yeah, that, that some people will come here to see it first yeah. and then assume that it's going to be more expensive after they've kind of talked to a person about it to feel good about it. And then they go online and actually buy it. Does that, do you think that happens? Um, I, I see it uh, very rarely here. Yeah. It is always possible sure. because we take the approach of we over-educate. Yeah. We make sure that I, I always want them to know more about diamonds sometimes when they leave than some of the, the temporary sales associates at, at some stores do because they've just not been there very long. Sure. So I want this person to walk out of my store knowing a lot about that. Right. Can they also take that knowledge online and look? Yes, but because of the way that we do diamonds in this store, it's probably going to be very difficult for them to take that knowledge go online and then find something that's less expensive yeah. or a better value for what it is that they saw. Because we're selling a very specific thing. We're right. selling AGS cut grade right. diamonds that are a superior uh, cut or make right. uh, to what they're going to find online. Right. And if they want to compare somewhat similar diamonds, then we can have that conversation. But yeah. it's still going to be priced very competitively. Again, if we weren't selling competitively, right. we would not be selling diamonds. Right. And competitively um, includes the internet. Sure. Yeah. Let's kind of pivot towards the end here. How, big picture. How do you feel about it? Buying diamonds online? Is it, is it like a pet peeve of yours? That no. is something that you don't, we kind of wish wasn't there to kind of disappoint you that so many people do it or like, or just like, how do you process like the, the existence of this thing? I've said in the past, man, I'm not here to judge. I'm not yeah. here to judge where they buy it. I'm not here to judge how much they paid for it. I'm not here to judge if they want to buy a laboratory grown diamond, sure. you know, that, that is yep. not my role. Again, as I've said, and I truly mean this, how they express their love for the person that they love is not wrong. Right. It's their choice. Mm -hmm. They worked hard for their money. They can choose to spend it uh, with a store like mine. I personally believe it's, Im it's important to shop local and, and spend money with a small business that's in your community because that community donates to your kid's soccer team and to, uh, yep. charity events for your hospitals and things like that. Yep. And we haven't even really talked about that because at the end of the day, I think that people do what's right for their own pocketbook sure. as well. Yep. But understanding that a business that's in your community is involved in your community that's there when you need them is important too. And that shouldn't go overlooked. Yeah. But I'm not here to judge or say that somebody made the wrong choice if they bought that diamond online because there might be extenuating circumstances. Maybe they feel like they got exactly what they wanted and, and paid a lot less. Than that's well, you won't say that, but I will. <laughs> okay. No, the, I mean the, the the judge away. The question of 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 this episode uh, was: Should you yeah. buy a diamond online? Not can you? Of course you can. Right. 
I mean, of course you can buy a diamond online. There's, the, the sites these days are reputable enough. You're not going to get ripped off. You know, you're not going to get ripped off at a local place either. Yeah, they're probably but, not going to steal your credit card. <laughs> exactly, right. So yes, can, can you safely can you safely buy a diamond online in current year? Yes. Yes. But do you do you want to? I mean, really? I mean, do you really want to? I mean, it, this romantic symbol of eternal love, you know, that you're going to give to the person that you love more than anything, and you're going to buy it from some faceless online warehouse because they have a lifetime warranty or a return policy? It just depends how you look at diamonds, right? It if does. If you look at it as a commodity, right, right. then yes. yes. It's yes. fine. If you look at it as is a deeper symbol of that, which I think that you and I both do. Yeah, I mean, this isn't flex tape on an infomercial. Like, I mean, it's right. not a commodity. It's, it's a, this is an important it's not, thing. It's not printer. It's not ink for your printer. <laughs> it's not printering. It's, it's not, not it's you right. know, it's, it's, uh, yes. I, get, I get that. And that's why we are very privileged to do what we do, right? right. We sell something that has more meaning than the typical retail yes. good. Uh, it also comes with additional complications. One of those is, uh, do I buy it online or do I want to go through the process of developing a relationship and, and uh, yes. experiencing the romance of buying it in store yeah. uh, locally or, you know, at, at the jeweler of my choosing? Right. Uh, I feel those things are important. But again, it's hard for me. You're right. A 30,000 foot view I, I can't do because I'm in it. Well, and again, it's it's it, like you said, it's a difference between what, what are you valuing most? Are you valuing the experience, like having an experience, you know, going diamond shopping with the person you love, you know, right. or... Or, or forming a relationship, like do you value that most, or are you just valuing comfort or convenience, or just what you can do on on your couch, or thinking it's going to be cheaper? Like, where's your priority when you approach this topic of buying a diamond? Probably is going to influence your answer to this and question. And that is not something you and I can answer. For yeah, right. That, that, that I know. That is my point as your voice of reason in these conversations. I know. That is not something we can predetermine for them. We can just give them the reasons why we feel this is a, a fantastic choice. And the things that I say as advice isn't necessarily just reflective of Jack Lewis. Right. It's finding if you live in Florida or if you live in California or if you're in Washington State, find somebody there that can logically walk you through this process. Yeah. Uh, if you can't, call us. You know, we, we, can, we can probably help give you a little bit of an education over, over the phone. Yep. Uh, and then you can take some of that uh, to your to your local business uh, and and spend your money there. Yeah. Feel good. Feel good about your community. Um, help establish a place that becomes a destination for others to visit your community. Exactly. And jewelry stores can be that. We are that. Mm -hmm. My friends are that that own, you know, important stores in their areas as well. It should be a jewel. <laughs> See what I did? <laughs> for your community. Yeah. That's my best pun so far. Uh, it's gonna, it's it, my only it, one. it gets no better. I'm not very punny. You're not. We'll be right back with the final facet. <laughs> if Jack Lewis Jewelers only sold engagement rings to rich people, we'd be out of business quick. You're not supposed to have money when you get married. You're young, probably in your 20s. You're just starting out. If you only got a couple hundred bucks to spend on a diamond ring for your girlfriend, that's great. So we'll be excited to show you our collection of Salopair rings starting at $2.99. We're not secretly eager to steer you towards something bigger and more expensive. So don't worry about how much you can spend. Just focus on why you're spending it. Because size doesn't matter. She matters. Jack Lewis Jewelers on Eastland Drive in Bloomington. So again, in summary, should you buy a diamond online? Cannot help you decide that. I can't help choose whether you buy it locally in a store or if you buy it digitally online. All I've tried to do today is give you the reasons why it's important to buy in a store that's properly credentialed. 
The most important reason, yes, websites have return policies. You can order three or four diamonds to the comfort of your home. You can look at those in person. But a true jewelry professional is going to be able to walk you through those three diamonds, show you which one is more beautiful, which at the end of the day is what matters. Not color, not clarity, not who graded it, not how much it is. Does this diamond that's $2,000 uh, less expensive look better than the diamond that's more expensive? That can be, that's what we're here to do, help you do it. Because as we say at Jack Lewis, size doesn't matter, she matters. Hey, thanks for hearing us out. If this episode generated any thoughts or questions, reach out, email cartercast at jacklewisjewelers.com or search for Jack Lewis Jewelers on your favorite social media platform and message us there. Next time on the CarterCast, we welcome in a special guest, Jack Lewis jewelry buyer and store manager, Missy Ranny, better known as Legitimacy, for a fun conversation on the hottest new engagement ring and wedding band trends. You should always prioritize the design that means the most to you for your own reasons, but we've noticed that sometimes engagement shoppers are curious about what's popular and trendy right now, and Legitimacy is the perfect guest to quench your curiosity. For John Carter, I'm Josh, and this is the CarterCast, a production of Joshua 19 on behalf of Jack Lewis Jewelers in Bloomington, Illinois, and online at jacklewisjewelers.com. <laughs>